Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm Wendy Jones, your host and also owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business as you all know, located in Rochester, Michigan, but covering Southeast Michigan. And each and every week, we do our best to just bring pertinent information. And obviously, we all know we're going through some unprecedented times right now, but I'm believing that we're on the other side of it. We truly are. So our topic today is called Moving Forward. And we have a guest today, and her name is Angie Delpup from Ascension Providence Rochester Hospital. Good morning, Angie. Good morning. I'm so glad you're with us today. Everyone has been really interested in wanting to know, you know, how the hospitals are doing, where, you know, we know that we're moving on the other side of this thing, at least in Michigan, thank goodness. But um, so I'm glad you're here with us today. So thank Thank you. you. So Angie's title is Director of Foundation Development and Community Health. So she's big into what's happening in the community. But before I go there, I just want to say to you, thank you. Thank you to you and the team at Ascension for what you guys went through and what you did for our community and all of us. Because when the road gets tough and we don't know what to do, you guys were there for us. So I appreciate you. Well, we all I think do. it goes both ways because we had great community support, too, and we could feel the love from the community um, between the meals and um, prayer services and, you know, just people just making signs. <clears throat> it really goes a long way, and it really did get our all of our associates through. We do. We were in this together. There's no doubt about it. And I feel like it was an opportunity for us to really rally around each other mm-hmm. and support each other. So Absolutely. It was fascinating mm-hmm. to see the community rally. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I wanted to do, because we... We are on the other side. I do believe that, don't you? I do. We're we're moving forward like the topic of this program. And so our goal is to let's let's hear a little bit about like what's happening in the hospital. I know surgeries are are elective surgeries are back on. Is that correct? Yeah, it's it's pretty much um, business as usual back in the hospital. Um, We we are kind of playing catch up from a few months of having to delay some surgeries. So um, the operating rooms are busy. People are in getting their surgeries. We are really sending the message out, don't wait. It's really, really important that you don't put off your health care needs. We have um, 
you know, we have everything. It is very safe to come back into yes, the hospital. Yes, probably safer than it's ever been, <laughs> I, I'm right? telling you, it's safer. <laughs> and it, I always thought we had one of the cleanest hospitals around, but it is even cleaner now. But all the things that you see out in the community, we started doing it in the hospital. So we have, um, you know, you anyone who comes in, we're getting temperature checked. We're screening. We're giving them a mask. We have hand sanitizer everywhere, encouraging people to use it. Um, we have um, uh, doing a lot of virtual programming and um, a lot of things to really promote social distancing. Um, to, but really, we need people to come back because the ones who are coming in in the emergency room are really, really sick. So um, putting that off and not getting meeting your health care needs right now is um, it, it's it's really important to get out there and get your screenings. Go to your doctor. If you don't want to go to the doctor, give them a call. We have so many virtual options right now. Um, get those surgeries. Get your physical therapy. Get moving because um, that kind of stuff um, is really, really important. Well, and it's interesting you say that, Angie, because last week on the program, we actually had a physical therapy company encouraging people to do just that because I think it was hard. A lot of people were sedentary during mm-hmm. you know this time for the last few months, and we do need to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. and you're ready for it. I was talking to a gentleman actually last week who was in so much pain the entire time his back, he Mm -hmm. was scheduled for a back surgery and he was just barely getting through. And he called and just said, I, until I get this back surgery, I need help. Like I need to get into a place to, and so we did, we moved him in somewhere for like a month until he could get the back surgery because he was in so much pain at home. So I know he was probably one of your first. He ran in there. Please help me. Really? And we don't have to suffer. People do not have to suffer. And really, it's so important to take care of your health. And, you know, I think you've probably had two ends of the spectrum. You've had the people who have been out there exercising more than they've ever exercised because they've had time. You see people walking their dogs and all of that. But then you have the opposite extreme of people who really haven't done anything, maybe because they couldn't get out. Um, But so it's really important. And we've had gorgeous weather. There's really no reason. Get out. (laughs) Right. It's time. It's time to do some things. So tell us a little bit about, I know that you have um, a We Care program. I've been really, let me just say this. I've been very impressed with Ascension and all the programs that you've developed, both virtually for the community and internally for your staff. So I want to yeah, focus on that. Yeah, you know, for a I, I think one of the um, one of my my favorite things about working for Ascension is really the mission and how they really live the mission and the values. And so when we talk about taking care of our poor and vulnerable, obviously that's our community, that's anyone walking in our doors. But really right now it's focusing on our associates and the ones who have been through the really the trenches. It was like it was almost like a war in there. And so how do we support all of our associates who um, had to give up vacation time, who worked um, all, you know, around the clock, extra shifts, who couldn't spend time with their family, who were afraid maybe to go home to their family, afraid that they might take germs back to them. They may have been staying in hotels, um, which Ascension provided for that. Um, So really, how do we support them? And Ascension created these wonderful resources, online resources, um, spiritual, meditative, um, peer-to-peer. But honestly, it's really hard for the people who are on the floors to, to go online and do that. 
Um, and so they've created this We Care program, and it was developed by the leadership um, over all of our behavioral health in Michigan. And they've created these teams at each hospital of our social workers and um, people who are getting groups together who have actually been through, like the ones they're hitting, they're going to try and reach everyone, but really the ones who had it the hardest, the ICU nurses, the ones that were in the trenches, um, they those leaders, and really getting these groups together and supporting them um, with um, basically getting them together just to talk about the experience and what did you go through. And just, I think right now, they just need to talk about it. And and then giving them the resources that they need to help help them move forward. Um, it is about moving forward it at is. this point. It is. And it's going to take time, and they recognize that. It's not just business as usual. It's a I process. Mean, it is a process. It, it's, there's some, there's some trauma to, to what we've been through. Anyone. I mean, I think everyone at different points, whether you've been home or um, in the hospital, I mean, we've all, we've all been impacted by this in some way. I've. I've never experienced, and I know nobody has, but something so global that hit everyone at the same time. That was what was most shocking to me. You know what was kind of interesting is looking back, and um, I think someone had, had sent something to me like when we were in the height of it, and it was a picture and a poem about a pandemic. <clears throat> and th- these women, it was from the 1800s, and they had their masks on. Walking hand in hand, I thought that was cool. But the poem was about the pandemic and how people read and exercised and did this stuff during that time. But out of it came hope and hope for change and hope for a better life and dreaming of hope. And, I, you know, I, that was when that came to me, it really did give me hope, too, that, you know what, this isn't something new, but some good things are going to come out of this, you know. So I think that's all we can do is we can just hope, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I do believe a lot of great things mm-hmm. have come out of it. And there is something to to be said for that because we've all kind of introspectively looked at ourselves through this time, yep. learned things, changed things. Mm-hmm. We are definitely coming out on the other side yeah. as better people because mm-hmm. of it. I and we really have to focus it. on that. I mean, we can focus on on the negative things of it, but I mean, I think we really do have to focus on what good things and what, um, you know, what what will be better because mm-hmm. of this. And definitely. It will be better. There will be some things. So tell us about the telemedicine, because everyone's talking about how that is the new thing now. A lot of you know, it's are... funny because it's really not new. I know. That's why I was like... <laughs> it's really not new, and it's something that we've been trying to encourage for um, for many years. I think this just kind of pushed everyone to use it, and more and more we're seeing people really like it. So when you think of um, if you're sick and you don't, you know, you really don't, maybe it's a, you know, a sinus infection or something like that. And you think, oh, I don't want to drag myself to a doctor's office. You literally can go online and talk to a doctor. They use FaceTime. They can look, they can lift you. You know, I've had them even like flash a flashlight in your mouth and, and they can prescribe. Now this isn't for everything, but you know, if it's something serious, they'll, they'll make you go in, but they can do a lot virtually, um, that, you know, they could do in the office. And the nice thing is, is you don't have to have transportation. You don't have to be living close to a doctor's office. So really it opens up the access to care too. Well, and what I like is the physicians can then say, okay, this is serious. They're at least looking at you from home saying, 
oh, you're okay, or uh, no, you're not okay. You know, they're determining before you make that. Right, and you're not waiting in a wait- waiting room. You're not being exposed to <clears throat> other people who might have, um, you know, other illnesses. Plus, right. if you don't feel good, that's the last thing you want to do. last <laughs> thing you want to do is get in the car. Well, we're blessed to have Ascension Providence Rochester Hospital here today. We're going to be back with you in just a minute to talk more about your health and what we can be doing proactively so that we can take better care of ourselves. We'll be right back with you. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit TermProvider.com. TermProvider.com. Armchair psychologists have tried and failed to throw doubt on President Trump's sanity. There's a new book that puts famous insane leaders in historic perspective. It's called History's Nine Most Insane Rulers. Author Scott Rank has unearthed the real lives of the nine most mentally unbalanced leaders through the ages. Some suffered from schizophrenia, like King Charles VI of France, who thought he was made of glass. Then there's Ottoman Sultan Ibrahim, the first who practiced his archery skills by pointing his arrows at his palace servants. Order the new book, History's Nine Most Insane Rulers, today at Amazon or wherever books are sold. This Father's Day weekend, June 19th, comes a brand new film, Selfie Dad, available at SalemNow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of reading the Bible. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, 
and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, the Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're here today talking about moving forward with Angie Delpup from Ascension Providence Rochester Hospital. And we were just discussing telemedicine, which is a new thing. Well, not a new thing. We've been doing it. We talked about Angie for a while, but more people are aware of it. Right. And I think we've got more creative ways to do some virtual um, education programs. Um, throughout the whole pandemic, we, we've kind of tried to move for diabetes education virtually, um, but this really kind of pushed the issue. It catapulted, it, right? It did. It did. And so we were able to do, normally we do about 82 visits um, for our diabetes education program, and we were able to do like 52 virtually setting it up. So um, wow. a lot of people really like it. And so definitely that's something we're going to continue. Again, that's one of those things. It's hard. You know, you might need to come three or four visits and it's hard to fit that into your schedule but when you can just do it from the convenience of your phone or your your computer why not it's so much easier and and even you know our our registered dietitians would say oh yeah they'd even try and pull something over on us like oh yeah i just checked my blood sugar they're like okay go ahead and do it and hold it up to the camera (laughs) so they couldn't get away with it um but really to be able to do that and to have that to keep that connection with um with these people that really need that um to, to that support and that education to help them um, improve their, um, their numbers and eat healthier. It's been, it's been great. And so that's something that definitely is going to grow and um, move forward. And, and I think people want to be healthier now. They're, they're recognizing this, this, what just happened to our, Mm -hmm. to our world really Mm -hmm. hit a lot of our vulnerable seniors and, you know, it hit a lot of areas that we need more right. attention. Right. People at risk, healthcare. too. I mean, our seniors, definitely, but people with health issues in general. So when we look at when we, you know, every three years we do our community health needs assessment. And, you know, a lot of our initiatives are around um, cardiac health and healthy lifestyles, which is increased activity and eating healthy and mental wellness, this just kind of, you know, brings that up more to the forefront of how important it is to stay healthy, to be healthy. Our goal as a hospital really is to keep our community healthy. We don't really want, I mean, we want to be able to take care of you, but we- In a crisis or an emergency situation. But we want to do more to help keep you healthy. That's really our goal. And so the more programming and things that we can do to keep our community healthy, 
um, that's really what, especially if community health, that's what, that's my focus is I want to keep, I want to keep my community healthy. And so the, the, the screenings are so important and, um, you know, making sure that we're promoting people, um, getting their regular checkups, doing, um, you know, getting, um, the screenings, your, your mammograms and your, um, just being colonoscopies and all of mm-hmm. that stuff that we really it's easy to put off or you think oh yeah 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 um and you look back and it's like wow no it's been over a year or it's been you know time goes by fast so really making sure that those are on your calendar and you're you're keeping up with um with your health needs and just to make sure that you're doing that preventative um and you'll see ascension all over. Like I know at the farmer's market, you had someone taking blood pressures. We do. Yep, yep. We're at the farmer's market a couple times a month, um, and we do blood pressures. And each each top each week we're there. It's a different topic. So we did kind of come out um, with the first one with cardiac health because that's been so important. And we do know there have been a lot of people at home that might not have been monitoring their blood pressure like they they normally would if they're going to um, the hospital or even if they're going to like a facility where they might, you know, be able to do that. So we were pretty busy. Um, our, our docs were pretty busy taking blood pressures there, but we'll have different topics. And so just getting that information and it kind of, some of it we already know, but you just need someone to kind of reinforce it a little bit mm-hmm. or kind of give you a little nudge. Um, but again, like I, I have been so impressed with the amount of people out and about, and I think dogs are really happy right I now, think aren't they? <laughs> getting walked a lot (laughs) our dog is that's for darn sure that's so true I love that you're promoting health though because I do feel even at the farmer's market you know you've got all the healthy fruit Mm -hmm. and the foods and things that we should be eating right and I think there is a good this is a good opportunity it is instead of going to the pizza and the pop and Mm -hmm. all the crap food and the preservatives that we've been eating, let's take this opportunity to eat better. Well, and to cook at home. I mean, how many of us did more cooking at home (laughs) than we have probably in the last year? I felt like I made like a thousand meals and I know know it wasn't that many. And it's just so much easier just to grab something. But now that I'm in the habit of like, wow, you know what? No, I'm going to have healthy foods in the house. And it doesn't take, if you plan, it's all about planning, right? Yep. If you plan what you're going to have for the week and you say, okay, I'm going to, you know, make grilled chicken tonight with vegetables and I have it all there, it's easier, you know? And so I think just kind of, you know, changing up our priorities a little bit or the ways that we've had to do things because we've had to, whether you've been home or working through it, you know, eating at home and making your own food, you know what goes in there. Exactly. And so that's one of the first things our dietitians will tell you if you're having a healthy eating consultation, what do you eat? How do you eat? You know, are you making your own? Is it processed? Is it fresh? You know, Mm -hmm. and going into the summer, it's just so much easier to get that. Much easier. And I do want to encourage people to get outside. Oh, if you you can get outside. Vitamin Mm -hmm. D is a big thing that Mm -hmm. we all need, especially in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And this is an opportunity to really take advantage of that. We've had such beautiful weather. Right. Right. Just sit out there. Just get some fresh air. So I like your diabetes education that you were talking about because people are more apt probably to go through the 
telemedicine, mm -hmm. you know, venue to check on things like that, to make sure that they're staying healthy before they actually physically come in. Right. So don't, this is an opportunity. Why not make the call? And if you have questions on how to do that, you can call the main hospital number, which is 248-652-5000. And they can give you direction as to how to get involved with the telemedicine. Mm -hmm. You guys also have Ascension online. We do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's our virtual, um, our virtual doctor's offices. So, um, yeah, that's, and they, that, that's really, um, been really amazing, um, during all of this time, because I think we went from maybe 250 a day to like 3000 visits a day online. <laughs> wow. Online. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and I'm sure that's tapered off a little, but why not take advantage of it? Mm -hmm. Let's do that. I don't really think it has that much. I think Good. people kind of like, I think they like it. You know, I, I do think that they like having that, um, that, opportunity to, to be able to do that. Option. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a great option and it can make a difference mm -hmm. in your decisions. And I liked how you said before, like just looking at them and saying, okay, you're good. You need to do this and this and this, or you need to go in. Right. Just right. having someone assure you mm -hmm. what you should be doing, I think would make everybody feel better. Right. And we even have some programming now that we're working with some of our senior communities where we're doing, um, you know, like Ask a Doc um, type programming where we can um, set up to have just, you know, talk to a doc. And, and the doctor can then ask a few questions, see how, you know, a few health-related questions and kind of determine, you know, oh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing or suggest a few things or, you know what, we really need to see you because that isn't, you know, that's not good. We need to, we need to get our eyes on you. So it really doesn't have to be um, with a computer. We can do things with a phone. Um, there's a lot of different to, options. Yeah, you make a good point because some people don't have Wi-Fi. They don't have, right. you know, an iPad or a smartphone. Right, right. And so, you know, we have a lot of options now and we're doing, we've really got creative. And I think that's one of the cool things coming out of this is how creative we've been able to get with our programming. You know, we can't get groups together anymore. So what can we do? Um, we've been, we did a really good resilience with, um, resilience training for, um, for mental wellness with Oakland University and the library. So we're, we're still partnering with our community partners, but we're doing it differently. And so, you know, we put it out on Facebook Live and it had like, you know, 700 hits in like, you know, three hours. And we would have never been able to get 700 people to, into a, a program. So we're able to reach so much more too. So people can go onto your Facebook page, they a website, yep, all yep. these different. And a lot of this, and our community partners too, mm -hmm. you know, the OPC, the Rochester Hills Library, Oakland University, PACE. I mean, we are we we continue to partner with our community to to you know to Get bring the word these out. Yeah, yes, yeah. and we love how involved in the community you are as a hospital. There's no doubt. They were there for us when we needed them the most those last few months, but they're there for us always. Yeah. And I think that's what's really important to know. Yeah. Well, I think um, what, obviously it's my passion, the community, and um, I think that one of the really important things to know about Ascension is they value that. They really do value the community partnerships and um, how we can just get out there and, and, you know, make our community healthy and better. Exactly. Well, thank you. Thank you for thank what you, you do. We need you. And stay tuned, listeners. Our last two segments of the program during this pandemic is called One Nation Under God and how we're rallying and rising above the division to unite and be one nation. So stay tuned. You're going to hear from my friend Mary 
and I'm looking forward to turning the corner. We're, we're, we're creating a new normal. So thank you, Angie, for being here today. And stay tuned, listeners. Again, you're listening to The Patriot at FM 101.5 AM 1400. And we'll be right back with you. You have all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. Just go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, they are offering buy one, get one free on a variety of their amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, Giza Dreams Sheets, MyPillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, Giza Pillowcases, bolster pillows, neck pillows, plus if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code WDTK. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WDTK. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with the global coronavirus pandemic. They will be making face masks for hospitals across the country. This is Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and I'm very excited to tell you about the book that finally tells the inside story of Obamagate. It's called Above the Law. And it's written by my good friend Matthew Whitaker, the former acting U.S. Attorney General. We all know that the deep state has been out to destroy President Trump since before he was elected. Now in this new book, Above the Law, Matt lays out the inside story of how James Comey at the FBI and top officials at the Justice Department help fabricate the fake Russian conspiracy with the participation of Barack Obama. You'll read how Mueller and his henchmen created a corrupt report for the sole purpose of political subversion, despite the fact that there was zero evidence of Russian collusion. You want the truth about Obamagate? Matthew Whitaker has written a book. It's called Above the Law. Order it today from Amazon or wherever books are sold. Above the Law by my friend Matt Whitaker. As the will of the student goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is a central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place. The film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers, heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes the Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers efforts to rescue Jewish people told by Hans Poley, one of Corey's teens in the resistance. Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place starring John Rice Davis. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code Detroit. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com promo code Detroit. Due to historical content, it might not be suitable for the younger audience. There's a lot going on right now and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it bringing you the weather the traffic and breaking news all while entertaining you 24 hours a day someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns and that someone is us we are free radio we are always there we are broadcasters visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more furnished by nab and this station Hello friends, this is Luke Hammett, and I have some exciting news for you. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, 
choose News Talk Radio, then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick us up on the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you'll love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. And as you know, during this unprecedented time, we are truly trying to focus the last seven weeks. We've been focusing on One Nation Under God, the last two segments of this radio program. So we're starting our last two segments right now, listeners. And again, I bring my dear, sweet, amazing friend, Mary, that I think has so much insight and we love having this conversation with each other. And I pray that you enjoy having this conversation with us. So hi, Mary. How are you today? And hi, everyone. I am well, thank you. How are you? We're back. We're back and we're in week five. We have two more weeks left of our One Nation Under God in our last two segments of Next Steps for Seniors. And, you know, we talked last week a little bit about how... When we started this segment, One Nation Under God, it was all about the coronavirus and the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. now it's kind of changed gears. And our discussion Mm -hmm. last week was really about how we didn't see this coming, but God did Mm -hmm. because he knew, he knew what was coming and he knew what was coming to our nation and to our world. And I just feel privileged to be here with you today to be able to share our experiences and life really With everybody listening today. So we have a question, listeners, from last week. And the question, Mary, was everyone's talking about, obviously, which we should be, Black Lives Matter. And how is that? How is that impacted by the verbiage, all lives matter? And I think that people are just not understanding. Like, there's just a question of like, okay, so all lives truly matter. So talk to me a little bit about that process and that verbiage and why we use it and what that means to you. Okay. So first of all, it's very important to say, yeah, all lives matter. However, when we talk about black lives matter and we look at the injustice that's been done and all of the different deaths that have happened just because of all of the different biases and stereotypes that people have and intentionally, some of them are very intentional on some of the events that have happened, right? It's consciously been done against black people, right? So when you look at black lives being the center of attention, think about the, uh, the, the, an analogy that I just saw was one where it shows like a fire burning, right? In a house. And then the fire, they focus on that particular house, putting out the fire for that burning house. They don't go and put, you know, like put water, like the fire department doesn't go to all of the houses because all of the houses matter. It's because the tension is directed towards that burning house. And in this case, we're talking about black lives in particular, or when we look at the different types of cancer and we focus on say breast cancer awareness, we're not saying all cancers don't matter. We're talking about a particular cancer or a particular focus that we're having. So when we talk about black lives in this particular instance, 
we're talking about truly black lives and making them the focus so that we can pay attention to the things and the injustices that are being done against black lives. And really, when you start to dig deeper, you, you start to begin to see all of the different things, but you've got to be open to actually be able to see a different perspective. Because even as I watch different movies now, I see so much more than I even thought so before. And it's not only because I'm black, but it's because I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. And I just think that when you see injustice, it shouldn't matter what color, you know, Mm -hmm. but you should be able to call it for what it is. And when people are closed minded and can't really take a look at something and truly identify that it's wrong. I just feel no, bad for that. Yeah, so that, right? we need to be able to look at different things and look at what is actually happening and really be open-minded about seeing the true injustice that's being done. Talk, think about the human race as a whole, but think about what's truly happening to the Black and African-American community. And I love that analogy of the house on fire because it makes you real. It does. It's like, oh. Yes, absolutely. There's houses all over, all Mm -hmm. down the street. But this particular house is on On fire. fire. So it needs attention right now. Oh, Wendy, even think about it. If you were in the hospital and you were coding and um, you were the one that was really having a crisis or a family member that is dear to you, would you want all the nurses or doctors still saying, well, all the lives matter in the hospital and not focus on you in no, particular? No, because your, your, your life matters the most. Because at that point, your level of urgency raises up. And that's critical. And I really do feel like your analogy, that even in the hospital, like you just said, if you're coding, you raise to the top as a priority. Because Absolutely. you, we need to get to that person. We need to solve that issue. And it doesn't mean all the other patients in the hospital. It just means that you're critical. Correct. And just like the ICU unit, like those people need a little more attention than the rest of the patients in the hospital. So I love that analogy. And I think our listener who called in with that question will appreciate what you just said, because that is a huge question that we got a lot last week. And it makes sense. So thank you for clarifying that. No, no, no problem. I'm just glad that we were able to actually clarify that. Because I think that in in life in general, I feel like people just don't understand what the verbiage is and why. And I think you clarified that enough that people are like, okay, I get that. We get that now. Good. Good. We get that now. I, I think it's very important for people to be able to take a different perspective if they didn't understand before. Mm-hmm. It's really bringing awareness or trying to find out, right? And you have to be intentional when it comes to matters that you didn't understand before simply because of the way you were raised or those things were not something that you even thought were a possibility. I mean, now it's time for people to really be intentional in trying to really educate themselves and gain awareness. I totally agree with you. So one of the things that I think keeps going over and over in my spirit through this process, and we've been through the last five weeks of the radio program, One Nation Under God, but we've also been through two months of a pandemic. And one of the things that I really feel in my spirit is that 
that going through the pandemic gave us an opportunity to really look introspectively into our lives. And in the Bible, there is a segment about how the Israelites went through the wilderness, right? Now, the wilderness, just so everybody knows, could have taken nine, I believe it's nine months to get through, but it took 40 40 years, years, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the reason it took 40 years is because there was murmuring, there was complaining, complaining, Mm -hmm. right? And they just didn't get it. I'm just going to use that for verbiage for no other better way, right? So here are the Israelites going through this process and they just don't get it. They just don't get it. They just don't get it. So what happens? God's like, okay, keep going then until you get it. And then what ends up happening? He brings two people into the promised land. All those people die in the wilderness because it wasn't meant to be. They just could not wrap their arms around. So I just keep feeling in my spirit like this is an opportunity right Mm. now like none other for us, us, we the people, we the people, no matter what race, color, or religion, that we can wrap our arms around this situation and be like, we are in this together. We are one. We are in unity. We need to rise above this opportunity. Why in the world can we seriously be like, I don't get it. How can you, I don't want to go through 40 years of the wilderness. I want to get it right now and let's get our act together and let's make a difference and love each other. How in the world can so much come between us? I, I truly think that when you look at how plainly Jesus actually commanded that we love one another, I mean, it's amazing. That's the first commandment, right? That mm-hmm. was given to Moses. Love, love God first, right? And then love one another. And it's the foundation of everything. And you cannot love if you've got a condition that's attached to that love. So people, a lot of times will find it easier to love people that are within their families. And some people don't even love their families, right? Let's face it. And then It's like, okay, I love the people that, you know, look like me, talk like me and do everything else like me. And also when we think about socioeconomics, oh yeah, I love that person because they're, uh, you know, they've got so much influence or they can do A, B, C, D for me. Any kind of love that is conditional is not true love. So how do we, it shouldn't be, I love this person because... When you don't, when you, when you love somebody and it doesn't have a condition attached to it, that is where true love stands, right? And lays, but every time you find yourself having affinity to people that have something to offer or have, you know, high social economics, you know, can you relate to somebody that doesn't, is not in the same economic bracket that you're in? Can you relate to somebody that doesn't? hasn't been exposed to as much as you have. We're going to take a break and we're going to continue this in the next segment. Stay tuned. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. 
Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With every Everything in our toolkit working for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan. Find out more about Salem Surround at SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. This is Sebastian Gorka. I know you know the deep state has been plotting to destroy Donald Trump. Now, read all the details in a new book by my good friend, Matthew Whitaker, the former acting attorney general. It's called Above the Law. Read it and learn how Obamagate led to an unprecedented attempt to take down a duly elected president. Above the Law by Matthew Whitaker. It's a must read this summer. Above the Law is available everywhere books are sold. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're here today with my sweet, dear friend, Mary. And Mary, I want you to stay on that thought that you were just talking about, because it's so true about love, being unconditional. Like, why do we put all these boundaries and barriers Mm -hmm. and thoughts? and, And it's because of way, maybe the way we were raised or the way we think in our mind, our perception, it's skewed. Yeah. Um, I I kind of think that sometimes, too, we think that when we're saying the pleases and the thank you and being cordial, we feel like that is, you know, showing true love. And so when you place something that comes in between and then you say, well, no, 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 wait a minute. I love that person. I actually was very kind to them. Well, but it was your kindness the same that you would with somebody that you really care about or somebody that has something to offer you Hmm. or yeah, I'll accept this person because they're a celebrity. But when it comes to other people, uh, I, I, I just don't feel it. Well, why is it that you will accept the celebrity, but you won't sell, you won't accept somebody that has got nothing to offer. 
how are you feeling comfortable just driving past somebody that, you know, you need. know that is homeless now, fell through hard times and now doesn't have a job? I mean, the needs are there. And when you look at what the Bible actually teaches us is to look at the people that are the least, the least of our brothers and sisters, right? Amen. The widows for us to be able to, but a lot of times those are people that people don't see. They're not seen. So who is it around you that is there that you just don't see? Because society has even taught, taught us mm-hmm. not to be able to see others. Why is it that we have to show what we're doing for others or tell someone what we're doing for others? In the Bible, it says the left, right, should, and should not know what the right hand, you know. Well, and what you doing. do in secret so, is way greater to God than what you're, I mean, he doesn't want you to be like, hey, here I am, you know, fasting, praying, whatever. It's like what you do in yeah. your, in your closet Correct. by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's, and I go back to, you know, when God looks down on this world, he doesn't, he looks straight down inside of us. He sees what our heart, Mm -hmm. what truly our hearts are. So listeners, I challenge all of us during this time, have we hardened our hearts? Have we hardened our hearts towards each other? And in in a way that is just unprecedented, it's just outrageous. And you know what's so crazy? Like even now, right? Um, If you wear a mask, a cloth mask, you're actually wearing it to protect the other person. Right. If it doesn't have a filter, you're protecting it. You're you're using that mask to protect the other person. So that other person has to wear a mask to protect you, right? So we've got people that have underlying conditions. We have people with compromised immune, immune systems. And when we have people that are just walking around with, with, without a mask and really adamant that they're not going to wear a mask in public, what does that mean? Well, and I've got to tell you, I, was, I just flew to Florida because I needed to drive my parents back from Florida. And because I'm in healthcare and I'm out and about all the time, I wore a mask and a shield mm-hmm. on the airplane. Now, everybody on that plane, I am sure, looked at me and they were like, who's that crazy girl? Look at her. But you know what I kept thinking is I am doing this for all of you because you have no idea where I've been. Mm-hmm. I was just in a nursing home yesterday. <laughs> so, so yeah, you're welcome, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't care how people think of me because what I'm doing, I'm doing in love for everybody else on that airplane. And it's the people who got on planes that had COVID and knew it and didn't even care that infected hundreds. So, you know, this is a time where I think that we're all kind of learning what respect is all about, what love is all about, and how we treat each other and what we do for one another, regardless of the situation. Like and you, you know, said. I mean, for me, it really hits close to home because it's disproportionately affected the African-American community yes. and the minority communities, right? 100%. And people will say, oh, why? You know, um, they, some some people are even asking themselves, is it because of the hygiene, you know, like, is there a hygiene problem? And it's not. It's, you know, it's, it's truly not that. There's so many. When you look at the factors that are affecting, it's multiple different factors. When you look at the jobs that the minorities are doing, a lot of them are service related. So they're essential workers, right? And people that are being, having to go to work because especially when there are different bonuses that have been offered if you go in. Um, at the time that people were being offered to 500, but not much, but 
for them, that was to feed the family. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm going into work, right? And uh, making sure that they can feed their families. And so, and then when you look at the living conditions, so now when you're making that kind of income, you know, you've got multiple um, generations as well living in the same household. And so you've got multiple people living in the same household that are then in in close quarters that when it comes to if one person gets it, like you've the got whole a family. whole population that's getting it. When you look at underlying issues, because half the time you're lucky to even have insurance. So these are things that people take for granted that everybody gets easily. And these are communities and populations that really don't have that. And so, but when we're not thinking about it, we just think, oh, wow. And how come they've got all these underlying conditions? Do you know that even getting fresh food is is pretty difficult in some of these communities? And so they people have to go to the suburbs to be able to buy, you know, fresh food and then look at the pricing for that. So, and these are not excuses, but this is the reality. And to be able to kind of like know that this is happening within different populations and then now it's affecting populations, you know, minority populations disproportionately and for us to just be okay with it or just not think that something is wrong, it's not okay. So how do we see that? And so we, you know, this was the beginning of the pandemic for me and what I was going through and then coupled by now all of the different deaths and that just took it overboard. And then um, when I look at where we're at now, it's just been one thing after the other and I'm so overwhelmed. So when I see people that are not wearing masks, it, it, it really elevates like all that we're talking about. And when I hear people talking about just different things and how tired they are of hearing about the protests and everything, it's just overwhelming for me because I'm just like, you don't get it. So tell, so tell our listeners, cause this is a great opportunity. What you just said about the protest share from your heart. We got three minutes left in the program. Share from your heart, the pro the protest process. I mean, we know that Martin Luther King talked about rioting. I mean, just tell it, tell the listeners cause they may not have heard from your perspective before. And we've well, talked about, this, I but think, I, want you to I think share. really the one thing that I would say out loud is that uh, Dr. King even stated like, there's a quote that I, I love, right? He says riots is the language of the unheard, right? So I know that, you know, calling Kaepernick was very peaceful in his protest when he was kneeling. And he had actually reached out to people that were in the military to say, how can I still be respectful, but show that this is like a peaceful protest that I, I just want to bring awareness to that black lives that are being lost, right? So that's why he was kneeling when, when everything happened with and the I NFL. That and that, that was very peaceful. Well. Yeah. well, people made it about the kneeling and not what he was talking about because he was very articulate when you look at the interviews, but we thought, but because there's always a distraction to the message because he was interviewed and he said it really well. And then now when we look at the peaceful protests and then we make it all about the riots, let's not focus on, let's focus on the the issue at hand and they're going to, with everything, they're always going to be disruptors, right? They're always going to be things that are happening. Um, but to a certain extent, I get it. And then to another extent, it's like, man, do people have to do that? But 
I understand it's the language of the unheard, and knowing that if if that had been heard initially, when you know when all of these things have been said and all of these videos, the recordings that were being shown, but then you know what hurts me is the fact that there were all these things that were not shown on camera. What about the lives that have been lost that were not captured on camera? And now, you know, we see another shooting from the back. Awareness. Right. Now there's so, an awareness because it was on camera. But you're saying what has happened all this all along, time that nobody was aware of. Right. But, and but when you don't watch the movies, there's so many know. movies. I mean, yesterday my son and I were watching a movie of a, bl- a black man that had been incarcerated and came out of jail. But he was trying to really live right and find a job. And even then, there were so many obstacles for him to even get a job. And so it's like, when you look at it, it's so systemic that it's so hard for, you know, the community that is hurting to be able to just lead a life that should be carried on and continue to give back to society, just like everybody else. And And next week, next week, we're going to talk more because you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, and we can't wait to hear more from Mary next week. Thank you, Mary. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and sometimes men, I'm guilty of this, get so caught up in the busyness of life that we forget to say three very important words. Here's Ken Davis. Some of you need to leave here and find a telephone and call your father, no matter what age he is, and say, I love you. Some of you who have been mentored by men who care about you need to tell that person, I love you. Some of you who have befriended that young man on a... We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525.